Welcome to Crime Shots. I'm Bree. I'm Nikki. So, I came across this case that I've never heard of, and I felt like it was interesting. So, I'm rolling with it. Okay. Okay. So, this event mm -hmm. is out of Pasadena, Texas, which is in Houston area, but it's going to travel all over the state if you catch my drift. Okay. All right. So, what starts off as one murder turns into a string of several other homicides. Okay? Okay. So this is the story of the Eleven. The Eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it'd be cool if I had some really awesome music to play right about now. In the summer of 1978, a 26-year-old man named Larry Dickens had gone to Pasadena to visit his mother. Larry was a Marine, and he was married and had one child. Larry was a roughneck, and in August of 1978, he had also been a youth counselor. For people that don't know, a roughneck is an oil field worker. They work on drilling rigs. Hang on to that definition. I'm sure this being a Texas-based podcast, it's going to come up again. That's what a roughneck is, okay? You with me okay. so far? I am. Great. On August 24th, 1978, Larry was mowing the lawn for his mother, Dorothy, while she was inside washing dishes. Dorothy is watching out the window, you know, because most people have a window above their sink. Mm -hmm. So she's watching out the window at there's kids playing in the street, you know, like kind of in front of her house. So she's washing dishes. She's watching these kids play. It's, oh, it's so cute. So I don't know about you, but I got full on like now and then vibes, right? <laughs> Right. You know, because it's 1978, mm -hmm. a little bit. Like, all the houses match, all the grass is cut. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm imagining. Probably not the situation, but that's what I picture in my head. So, Dorothy notices a red truck pull up and park in front of her house. There's a man in the truck. She's watching this man. She's like, what is he doing? She sees the man get out of his truck, and he don't have no pants on. <gasps> mm -hmm. so, what about underwear? Does he have underwear on? Completely nude from the waist nude. down. Nude. From the waist okay. down. He okay. has on a shirt. We'll give him that. He has on a shirt. Okay. So Dorothy's like, well, this is odd. Let me call the cops. <laughs> so she calls him. She's like, there's this man. Just got out of his truck. And he don't got no pants on. Right about that time, Larry comes in the house. And she's like, Larry, there's a guy out there with no pants on. And as they watch him, he starts to walk towards the children. Ooh. So Larry, being a Marine, he's like, well, I'll go stop him. So, Larry runs outside, he goes to the guy's truck, and he takes the keys out of his truck. Because, you know, his mom's on the phone with the cops, the cops are on their way, he's not going to let this guy get away, right? Right. So, the guy looks, and he's like, oh, dude's got my keys. So, he goes, he starts walking back to his truck, and he's like, give me my keys. Larry's like, no. And the guy's like, give me my keys. And Larry's like, mm, no. So, the man pulls out a pistol and shoots mm -hmm. him five times. Uh -uh. Five times. Okay? Okay. So... Larry's mom runs outside, meets Larry in the garage. He's still alive. The dude, naked dude, walks back to like towards the house into the garage and he's like, give me my keys, bro. I mean, I'm sure he didn't say it like that, but that's how I'm going to portray it. He's like, give me, <laughs> okay. the, he's like, give me my keys, bro. And so Larry's like, 
okay, guy. Okay, here, here are your keys, okay? After he shot him five times. Right. Okay. So he gives him his keys. Then he shoots him again in the forehead mm. and walks back to his truck. Dorothy runs back in the house to let the cops know that now they also need an ambulance, right? Mm-hmm. Larry ain't dead. What? This dude gets back up and starts to, like, come out of the garage, like, towards the guy again. Like, he's going to get the guy, right? So the creepy red truck dude, he's he goes back to his truck, turns around with a rifle, proceeds to shoot Larry several more times. He goes down. At some point, Larry's sister, Donna. Donna. No? You're not getting the Shauna vibes? No. Well, I was trying. So anyway, she shows up. I don't know. She was, at, she was at school, she was at cheerleading practice, I don't know. She shows up, she sees kind of what's happening, so she parks her car in front of the dude's truck to, oh my God. to try to keep him from leaving. So the dude gets in his truck, backs it up, and drives away. <laughs> so he he basically just passes the cops on his way out of this right. neighborhood. <laughs> and guess what that leads to? A chase? A high-speed chase. Right? The dude apparently tries to shoot one of the cops, but his rifle jammed. Anyway. So, is is he still naked at this point? No, no, no. Uh, He put his pants back on. Oh, okay. So, uh, anyway, the guy's caught after like 20 minutes. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, the man's identified as Edward Howard Bell. Does that ring a bell? (laughs) No. You you get it? (laughs) No? No. Edward Howard Bell? Does that ring a bell? <laughs> no, I mean, I get the pun. Oh. But <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> okay. So, let me tell you who Edward is. Edward was born in 1939, and apparently he's got a history of crap, but also a history of getting away with crap. So, Edward is a traveling salesman in Texas and Louisiana who also likes to hunt for girls. For 12 years prior to him murdering Larry, Edward used to drive around looking for little girls playing outside, just like the kids playing in the street outside Dorothy's house, right? And just like this horrible day, he'd hop out of his truck, walk over to the girls while he's masturbating. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Edward had actually had the cops called on him several times for this. Somehow, miraculously, he was always let go. He even went to court more than once for the same type of events, even being ordered to a mental hospital to help treat his problem. You feel me? His his problem. Right. But this time, he murdered a guy, which, obviously, if he had something had been done to him before on all these other events, it would have never got to this point, and this would have never happened, right? Yes. Hmm. So anyway, so this time he's murdered somebody, so he's put in jail on a $125,000 bond. So guess what? He bails out. Of course he does. That low. Mm-hmm. When he got out, he bolted. So this dude is nowhere to be found, right? He bails out and he's gone. Fast forward to September 1984. A woman in Bryan, Texas. Oh, I know where that's at. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before. Go back and listen to those episodes. A woman in Bryan is in her bathroom putting on her makeup. Edward breaks into her home and threatens her with a knife. She fights him off and doesn't even realize who he is until she saw something about him, like, being a fugitive, like, later on. And so she's like, uh, that's a dude broke into my house, right? So they still can't find him. Then, in 1992, Unsolved Mysteries featured the case, right? We've talked about Unsolved Mysteries before. Right. Go back and listen to those episodes. (laughs) 
But it, it was a show. It features crimes that are unsolved in hopes of finding criminals and yada, yada, yada. Many times, right, we talked about how they use actors to reenact the events, right? Mm-hmm. So this case did that same thing. And what do you know? We know one of the actors that portrayed Mr. Larry. Oh, do we? Oh, you're going to get a kick out of this. So Mr. Larry was portrayed by our very own Austin native, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, hello. <laughs> Um, he's actually even done an interview about it, about how he just did this thing one day and like they caught a fugitive because of it. Ugh. Because that's the very purpose of this show. When the episode aired, viewers called in and authorities were able to get his location. So isn't that awesome? Like 11 days later. Yeah. So Edward was arrested in February of 1993 in Panama City. That's not in Texas. Look it up. This dude like owned land, had a job, and... He apparently had gotten married. Like, everything. He was living his best life. Whole new life. Right. So, so they brought him to the United States, and he was sentenced to 70 years in prison. 70. Seven. Zero. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he get life, you ask? Because he was not charged with capital murder. <laughs> there is a difference. I don't have time to get into okay. that right now. So while he was in prison, Edward starts talking. Starts talking some, some mess. So Edward started confessing to stuff, and in 2011, he took responsibility for 11 murders. 11. Calling them the 11 that went to heaven. Oh, okay. He said that he was brainwashed into flashing, raping, and killing, although he did maintain that Larry's murder was an accident. An accident? Mm-hmm. So he accidentally shot him five times, and then again in the garage, and then he accidentally went back and got his rifle and shot him again. Exactly. It was all an accident. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the time. So, many of the details that he provides authorities about the deaths of the 11 girls were actually super accurate, to the point where they actually led investigators to the bodies of two missing women. So he was able to name several of his victims, and others were determined by investigators putting things together. So, like, he, he's able to say, yeah, so-and-so uh, and so-and-so and so-and-so, and then this one, I, didn't, I don't know her name, but this is where I picked her up, this is what happened, this is what she looked like, and so they were able to kind of put everything together. And some of those women were found in an area of land off Highway 45 between Huntsville and Galveston. Oh, that's it. Also known as the Texas Killing Fields. Mm -hmm. Another episode. We'll do that another, another episode. So Edward was eligible for parole in 2013. He was denied. In an interview that he did with the Houston Chronicle, he said he, he, he didn't kill those people. However, that's what he said. However, they had a written letter to the Harris County attorney where he gave details of killing these 11 girls. And unfortunately, Edward died in prison in April of 2019 mm. and was never charged with any of the 11 murders. Never charged. Never charged. Wow. Mm -hmm. So A&E did a series about the girls. It's like a six-part series. So Maria Johnson was 15. Uh, she was a Galveston surfer girl, an experienced water skier, and she disappeared along with her friend Debbie Ackerman after hitchhiking, and their bodies were found in Turner Bayou three days later. So that's two. Mm -hmm. Colette Wilson was 13. She was from Alvin, Texas. And she went missing when she failed to return home from summer band camp. That's three. Mm -hmm. Then Gloria Gonzalez was 19 from Houston. 
and she went missing somewhere in Houston. Uh, and her body was found in the same place that Colette Wilson's was. So that's four. Kimberly Pitchford was 16. She disappeared after attending a driver's ed class in Houston. That was one of the named victims. That's five. Mm-hmm. Sharon Shaw was 14. Sharon and her friend Rhonda Johnson disappeared from Galveston. They were last seen at the Wicks Water School and were headed to a party when their bodies disappeared. Or when they disappeared. So that's seven. Then Georgia Greer, or Gear, she was 14. She disappeared along with her friend Brooks Bracewell. She was 12. They had skipped class and were last seen at a convenience store. So that's nine. Then Brenda Jones was 14, disappeared from Galveston. Ten. And Susie Bowers, she was 12, disappeared from Galveston. So, the series on A&E was called The Eleven. And it was the series on A&E. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, but that's it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yep. Well, The Eleven. So, I think that even though he admitted to a lot of it, and he was able to provide a lot of evidence, they said that there were still some inconsistencies with his story. And so they could never put the evidence together to convict him of the 11 murders, but most of the families of the victims believe that he did it. Mm. Sounds like he did. Mm-hmm. But if you are interested in seeing Matthew's debut on The Unsolved Mystery, you can look it up on YouTube. It's there. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He looks exa- like the same way he did in A Time to Kill. Good. Good old Matthew. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of childlike, but very manly. <laughs> so, yeah, I had never... I was actually uh, researching one of my other cases. And when I went to uh, search a certain area on, on my Google search, it popped up, is Ed Bell still alive? And I was like, I didn't search that. Who is that? So I clicked on it and opened the wormhole of information. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> I think what's crazy is, like, if you look at uh, <laughs> pictures of Mr. Larry, the Marine, mm-hmm. like the actual guy, uh, he looks almost identical to the way that Matthew McConaughey looked in Dazed and Confused. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. But he was a flasher that just went bad, you know? Those flashers. Gotta watch out for him. Flashers. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's sad that he died in prison. He should have he lived to be able to be convicted of the 11 murders. That's what I think, anyway. Yeah, it was a short case, but very interesting one, I think. 11. Oh, that was good. I can't believe the very beginning got me. He gets out half naked, just starts walking up to some kids. Yeah, I mean, but he had done it, like, so many times before. Then the cops were called on him and everything. And I guess, you know, the cops get there and they're like, dude, put your pants no on. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Sure. I'll go home now. But, yeah, I'm done. I finished. Mm. Yeah. Creepy Gross. red truck guy. People will disgust me. I know. But I feel like, you know, kids today are so rude and arrogant and disrespectful, they're likely to just whoop his ass. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's... My kids would open their mouth. Um, my dad has a gun. You need to leave. <laughs> Several, actually. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Tell everybody. Tell everyone. Right. So, you have any questions, comments, concerns? We're hitting 26 minutes right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
some are longer than others. Some are short, some are long. That's it. That's the end of my singing career. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah. So, on to the next. Here we go. Thank you.